What is up, guys? My name is Lucas. Welcome to Just Being Real, a podcast by a pastor and his wife talking about the journey and being what God called him to be, a pastor. What's up, guys? Glad you guys are here. Hope you like this podcast. Give it a subscribe. Enjoy. Welcome back to our podcast, Just Being Real. Um, we are so excited. We This is our 10th episode. 10. I know. It's crazy. Here you know, this go. is this is the time where usually the podcasts fall apart. But we have some really, we have a really great list of pastors that we're going to be interviewing and uh, different uh scenarios. I talked to a family of three generation pastors in their family today, and we told them we wanted to interview them, which I think you're going to absolutely love. So yeah, we're excited. We might have to break that one down into two. I know, because they have a lot to say. (laughs) Preachers usually do. Pastors talk a lot, (laughs) man. I don't know what the problem is. So, but yeah, we're excited about that. And we are hitting close to 500 downloads, which is really exciting. So, you know, hey, um, keep it coming. Uh, send us those emails. Let us know maybe some topics that you would like to hear. Kind of give us some ideas. Let me throw out the email. It's uh, just being real podcast at uh, gmail.com. Yeah. Just being real podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Send us an email. You can go to our Facebook page, mm-hmm. just being real, a, a pastor family perspective. It's a Facebook page that we have. We'd love to hear from you. Matter of fact, uh, what we're going to talk about today uh, is spawned from a letter uh, or an article that I wrote, and I haven't published it or anything. It's just something, uh, I'll tell you more about it here in a second, but it'll be on our Facebook page if you want to go read it uh, verbatim of what we're going to be talking about. So yeah, go check out our Facebook page. Uh, Of course, uh, if you're new to the podcast, man, we'd love for you to go to subscribe and that way, if any new podcasts come out, it'll notify you and you can stay up to date on all of that stuff. Yeah. Don't you love uh, social media and all this wonderful stuff that we have that can <laughs> tell us exactly yeah. what's in? I mean, you can even talk about something and the next day you'll find it in your feed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Big and brother. You, and you weren't even talking like or typed it on Facebook right, or anything. It's like right. you're just talking. Next thing you know, you're like. It's in my feed. Okay, how did I do that? Big brother. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said this. If big brothers listen to me, they're, they're bored. They're people. bored. God love them. We don't have anything really so, interesting. Yeah, really. Checking out outside furniture or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are they ever going to get that porch? Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, hey, we are glad to be with you today. Um, our podcast today is going to be a little different. Um, I, I'm going to be honest and, and just let you know that uh, preface this up front. Not that we're not always honest. (laughs) Sometimes a little too honest. Right. But, um, you know, we're going to talk about something today that is from our perspective, mainly, to some degree, my perspective. Um, I was, we were on vacation. Um, My wife and I, we just got back from the beach. Uh, It was our first vacation without kids. (laughs) That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. And so uh, we we just got back and um, we... uh, about three in the morning, God kind of woke me up, and I couldn't sleep. Um, so I went in and and was just praying, and, and got my computer out, and I started typing. And uh, and this is kind of what came from that. Um, about I spent about three hours typing this thing up. Then the process started. Uh, I let you read it, Shelley, and mm-hmm. uh, and then 
Um, and I remember you, I said, I, I don't, she, you said, what are you going to do with this? And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I don't know yet. She goes, well, you're not going to put it out there on, on social media, are you? <laughs> so I think what you were saying was, is don't you dare. Well, um, it was just, you know, there's so much going on right now. You don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to say something that's going to divide. And that's not our heart no, at, not all. at all. And please hear that before we even start talking about this. Mm-hmm. It's not our heart. Our heart is hurting. Yeah. And, you know, if you if you come to our church and you spend, I don't know, most people spend maybe five minutes talking to us, you're really not going to get much of our heart. But when you listen to these podcasts, you really are going to get our heart. Yeah. And our hearts are hurting. It really is because because of everything that's going on in this world, and it's just it's almost like revelations unfolding in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, wow. I just feel like we are so close. I mean, I've said this all my life. You know, it could be tomorrow, it could be tomorrow. I'm saying it. It could be hours yeah. before Jesus comes back yeah. because I feel like it's that much more closer. And yet, I don't think I've ever felt more closer to God. Yeah. You know, it's almost like the closer he comes, the closer I feel. The closer the time comes. That's it. Yeah. yeah. The closer the time comes, the closer yeah. I feel. And yeah. I think that's even scriptural. Yeah. And and I would say this too, is that, you know, first off, in prefacing this whole topic that we're going to talk about, and there's, and there's actually going to be multiple topics, but it's one theme. Yeah. Uh, but the, the topics that we're going to talk about here today we're not going to, I, I will not, and I just want anybody and everybody to know this. This is probably going to strike a chord uh, in a negative way to some people, uh, and it'll probably strike a chord positively to some people. We are not interested in taking sides. Right, absolutely. The only side I want to be on is Christ. Yeah. That's the only side I'm worried right. about being on. So we're not going to be taking sides. I'm not going to get into debating with you. Um, this is my opinion. This is how I'm feeling. And, and, you know, I, I remember, uh, you remember early on in our marriage and, um, I know oh, she's dear. looking at me right now. She's oh going, dear. Where's okay, he going with this? One? <laughs> uh, what, what topic are we going to go? What are we talking about? Uh, early on in our marriage, I remember, I remember saying this to you. I'm saying, Shelly, you, you make me so mad sometimes. Oh yeah. And what did you say to me? I don't make you mad. I don't make you mad. You and choose to be mad. And I'm like, that even made me more mad. That's <laughs> right. It's, but you were right. I, I chose to get mad, right? I choose not to get into a debate that's going to divide us in yeah. a conversation that we're going to have right now. I choose not to get into debate with people. I'm choosing not to, uh, you know... Uh, um, Please understand that what I'm sharing today from my heart is just from my heart. You may not agree with it. You may not. You may think it's the dumbest thing you've ever heard, or you might think it's uh, you're spot on or whatever. I'm 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 not interested in having a debate that's going to cause a friendship that to be lost. It's going to cause division. I don't. I'm not striking. But that's not our right. Our goal here. Right. I'm not striking this up. To cause division, I'm striking this conversation up because we're to make everyone we're, stop and think. We're not talking anymore. We're we're not having conversations yeah. anymore in this world. You can't have a conversation on Facebook. You can't you can't state an opinion without somebody else jumping all over you about it. I, I it just it's it saddens me. 
Uh, and this is what has come from that. So let's get into it and, and let's talk a little bit about it. Now, again, I'm, I'm going to be posting this on our Facebook page, the whole uh, kind of article that I wrote. But I want to uh, just kind of go down a little bit of what uh, I wanted to talk to everybody about uh, today. And so the title really of this article that I wrote is, I Feel Silenced. I feel silenced. Hmm. See, and, and in this article, I, I, I understand what it says in Scripture about being still. And, 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 and I'm, I'm all for that. Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I am God, right? And what's, you know what's interesting, Shelly, is that that's in our camper. I was just thinking that. Yeah. You were probably sitting there typing this up, and you looked up, and there, there is that Scripture on the wall. Yeah, we have it on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And so it says, uh, be still and know that I am God. And, and I also know that scripture says a lot about uh, the, the tongue as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the James. tongue can give life or death, yeah. right? And a matter of fact, Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yeah. And, and I, I, as a minister, I've always felt the responsibility, that, that the responsibility God has laid on my heart is to share his word. The good news, the gospel. Well, you can't hardly even do that anymore. It's yes, you're without exactly right. Being without offending somebody, exactly. But you know what? Let the word of God offend. And and I don't have a I don't have a problem with that. I don't know who said this, but I heard it stated one time. It says we don't want to do anything within the church that offends anybody until the word's preached, right? Because we know that the when the word's preached, it will offend somebody. Yeah. And, and so I, I think all good churchgoers have heard it stated by the pastor many times, preach the gospel at all times, use words if necessary. Yep. What does that mean? Well, that means to live it Actions out in front of people. speak louder than words. Exactly. You just live it out in front of people. Mm-hmm. But, but as a minister, I'm actually called to use words to, to share the gospel mm-hmm. uh, and preach. And, 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 and like I said, I... I, I find myself struggling to even live it out in front of people. Also, I'm finding it hard to even be able to say something. Mm-hmm. Preach by, by living or by words, either one of them, I feel silenced. I feel today, I feel like I'm silenced. Now, I know some might be sitting there going, well, that's you. That's, I don't feel silenced. I feel like I can speak my mind. Yeah, I understand not that. not speaking but, your mind. Yeah, but let me let me throw another passage of scripture out there real quick, and I let me just pull it up here. It's found in Second Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse eleven, and and it states this: It says, "Finally, brothers, rejoice. Aim for restoration. Aim for restoration. Comfort one another. Agree with one another. Live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you." That's a that's something that is laid out for us to live for, to do, but it's, but it's also something that I believe God says is attainable. We are able to do that. We are able to live like that, live in peace. Does that mean that I can't have a, an opinion about something? Does that mean that everybody is supposed to like the Dallas Cowboys? Well, of course not. Nobody should like the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys. Sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. That's my son-in-law joke right there, by the way. <laughs> but, um, you know, but, 
but no, if you want to like the Dallas Cowboys, like the Dallas Cowboys. I I can still live in peace with you in regards to that. But here's the thing: the topics that we're seeing today, the things that are being addressed today, the things that are being blasted on news broadcast and and laid out there, and even infiltrating into the church, has caused people to become silent. Mm, yeah. And, and let me just say it like this: many of you know this about me. I try to be as honest and as real as I can. I'm I'm not a fan of fake people. I really am not. Um, I believe people can smell fakeness a mile away, and it causes them to not trust. And I've been given a responsibility as a pastor to share something so special and so powerful, the gospel that is, that I would not want anyone to miss out due to my insincerity, my fakeness. And so I say all of this to share with you the emotions and really the reality I find myself in during this period of history. I feel silenced. I just feel silenced. I feel that anything I say culturally or spiritually will be accepted by a silent few, but the masses, it will be an open door to criticism to, to, for someone to devalue another person, for someone to be to put down another person, to ridicule, to actually perceive ignorance uh, or, or perceived ignorance uh, uh, pointed out by their opinion, uh, they'll. I think it'll be an opportunity for people to accuse falsely. Uh, of misinterpretation. Uh, I think over and over the last few months, I've seen things like this happen and it is going viral for some people. People have literally had to defriend other people on Facebook. They've had to walk away from them. They've literally had to, to, to physically walk away from people and because of this stuff. If I could say something, yeah. and that's not the end of the world to have to defriend somebody. No. Because sometimes you just have to. Yep. You can't do it anymore. You can't watch it anymore. You can't listen to it anymore because you almost feel right. like you're watching a train wreck to happen. Right. Yep. So that isn't not the end of the world. But I was sitting here thinking as you were talking about all that, mm-hmm. isn't that what Jesus went through? I mean, no, he didn't defriend anybody on Facebook. But I mean, he was he was listened to for, you know, a period of time and then all of a sudden he was shut down. Right. Quickly. Quickly. Within a week. Very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he come riding in on a donkey, and they were praising, singing praises to him, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's on a cross. Man, you're bringing up a good point here, and I don't know if I don't know if I wanted to go this way or not, but I'm just sitting here thinking, you're exactly right. And a matter of fact, what happened in that last week with Jesus? He was silenced. Yeah. Matter of fact, he chose to be silent to certain degrees, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So let me let me give you a couple of examples of what I mean about feeling silenced. It used to be that we could talk about or even disagree about our favorite sports teams, right? And we just did, said that about, you know, uh, a certain team. We could honestly say that we liked a team or not, and, and there was really no problem with that. Uh, while saying it, we never call we were never called a racist or a supporter of hatred towards any nationality. But we are finding now that that certain football teams, are actually being called out and asked to change the name of their football team mm-hmm. because they're they're believed to be somehow racist 
or or against a certain nationality. Oh my goodness! Uh, Last week mm-hmm. at the beach, yes, I literally saw someone wearing a jersey, an old jersey, of a football team, and I I immediately become scared for him because yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen right at that moment in that somebody crowd that, of people. Right? Is it? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's my was my first response, that's and I'm crazy. sitting there going, "Okay, time out, Shelley." That's the, I've never felt like that before. Right. And, and you know, and you're exactly right. And, and the thing about it though, is we could, we used to be able to, to have a, a, a bantering back and forth about different teams, right? You might've been accused of, of a lack of taste for uh, rooting for a team that hasn't, you know, it's, hasn't had a winning record for years and, and, and be made fun of to some yeah, degree, but like just jokingly. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't going to call them out. Well, you but know. Was, to all of our Browns fans, we love you. Uh, we do. We love you. We feel your pain. But anyway, <laughs> but I've seen many arguments that have cost people their reputations and to some degree even livelihood mm-hmm. because of others who find their support of that team or another team or whatever offensive. Yeah. And you know what it's doing to people? It's causing them to become silent. Yeah. I've, I've, and, and here's another uh, thing that we're seeing in our culture today that we're dealing with. We just have to, we just have to call this out. And, and what I've heard, I've heard people make statements that all lives matter. And, and they are now being portrayed as racist mm. that are somehow unsympathetic to another culture, another, uh, uh, you know, deno- or not a domination, but another uh, uh, ethnicity, mm-hmm. right? And, and I've seen people try to defend themselves and, and their lives be threatened yeah. because of a difference of opinion. And some have made a state, made, the, made, some have made statements like blue lives matter, right? And they're now looked at as someone who's against the African-American society with well, the United States. The uh, football team in Chardon. Well, yeah. And, see, and, and that's how I was going to get to that. See, this, uh, but I want you to understand, I don't believe that somebody who's saying blue lives matter is say, somehow saying that black lives doesn't matter right. or all lives doesn't matter. But, but, but we're seeing where people who, who are saying black lives matter other people are saying, well, they, they don't they don't believe blue lives matter or they don't believe all lives matter. And I don't believe that's the case no, either. I, don't either. I believe there are people who are just trying to bring out a point. But let me get to this. I, I, I just read an article and you just brought it up. I just read an article regarding a high school football team who carried a, a flag representing the uh, the police department onto a football field on a Friday night. The majority I want to I want to read this to you out of the article I wrote. It said, the majority of these students, athletes, have family members who have or had served in law enforcement. And some of them were killed. Yes. And they're, they're now being ridiculed. These are teenagers, by the way, that are being ridiculed, trashed, and even threatened because of their actions that night. The high school football coach, who, by the way, I know very well, I'm a personal friend of his, um, high school football coach who allowed them to do this now is fighting to keep his job. And by the way, this is the same man who just a few years ago, and we remember because we were pastoring Mm -hmm. up in that area, just a few years ago chased a student out of Chardon High School, a cafeteria, uh, who had just shot some students. 
We will never know how many other students' lives he saved by this one courageous act. Mm -hmm. But today he finds himself in the crosshairs of others who don't agree. And he goes from a hero to zero because of an opinion. Because of somebody's opinion. Well, and because he, he had a heart for these kids. Yes. No matter what they were going through... You know, he had a heart for them, and he was like, you know, sure, have your flag, carry the flag out on the field. Right. You know, but they really got some backlash for that. And and here's what I know, is that there are also the injustices that have taken place that has caused the statement Black Lives Matter to be made. And we find people who look at this statement and feel that all lives matter without understanding the statement is pointing out uh, an opinion that is wanting to be heard. What, what I really would like for him to say is black lives matter too. Yeah. That's what I'd like because I believe that. Right. I believe, but, but what we find in our culture today is that some are being silenced. They feel silenced. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one, I guess we would think, one would think that the church would be above this, wouldn't we? We would think that. We would find ourselves a, a, a part of the, uh, we would not find ourselves, I'm sorry, a part of the issue, but as an example for the community to look toward for guidance, to look for, for hope and a, and a resolution. But it saddens me to say this, Shelley. I find the church has been silenced as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We cannot blame the community or the culture for this happening. We have done this to ourselves. We have done this the same way the rest of society has done this, the church that is. We are finding brothers and sisters in Christ taking sides. Mm -hmm. And can I just point out the sides that we're hearing people take? Political. Political sides within the church. Mm. Culturally, they're taking sides within the church. We're even taking it a step further. We are silencing the voice of our people, even ministers, by verbally attacking and even to some degree physically attacking one another due to differences of opinions. The church now mm-hmm. is being silenced. Oh, man. I've struggled with this. I personally feel silenced due to the concern that it would be portrayed as being one uh, on one side or the other. And I've just said this. I'm, I'm in agreement with what Abraham Lincoln stated. His quote states this. He said, sir, he's talking to his, one of his admiral commanders of his military who just made the statement that I hope God's on our side. And, and he said, sir, my concern is not whether God is on our side. My greatest concern is to be on God's side. Mm-hmm. The, for God is always right. Right. I, I am concerned about writing down my feelings here. I, was, I have been nervous about talking about this on this podcast. I really have. I believe there will be black backlash due to this. I, I'm, I guess I'm just going to have to step up to the plate and accept that, that that's probably what's going to happen. I have no ill intent in my heart toward anyone or anything. No. What I hope comes from this is the opportunity to have a dialogue. What I hope is to not be silenced anymore. Well, you know, it goes back to, you know, what, something you preached a couple months ago. Until the, the heart of man changes, nothing's going to change in this world. Right. 
you know, because it all it doesn't come down to who matters and who doesn't matter, or you know, who says what. It's it what it's the intent of the heart. Yeah. And God knows the heart, and people can also see the heart. Yeah. When you are you know voicing your opinion or sharing something from your heart or whatever, however it comes out, you know, someone can say something um, one way and you can, you can perceive, you know, what's going on with them. Right. You know, but God knows the heart, bottom line. Yeah. You know what I find in the church today though is that sides are blurred and it's difficult to see which side is God's side. Because I, I hear this quite way too often. What I mean by that is, is there's an example of, of something that's taken place within the church that I guess, you know, it used to be, Shelly, it used to be the thing that, that was um, causing hardship and sides to be taken in the church it used to be hymns or no hymns. Hymns or worship songs, right? And, and then it was pews or chairs. You know, um, it was sides, wasn't it? Donuts or, or coffee right. or, or not, you know, yeah. don't drink in the sanctuary or yeah. don't eat in the sanctuary or, yeah. I mean, all Color these, of the carpet. all these crazy things that. Well, it's another example of the enemy comes in. He disguises himself in so many, yeah. so many different He's ways. He's an opportunistic yes. enemy. Yeah. He'll take any opportunity whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see it in our marriage. Yep. I mean, just this last week, we had a situation that, you know, popped up in our marriage. And at first, you know, I didn't see anything wrong with what was going on. Right. And Rod brought it to my attention. You know, I'm I'm not going to go into detail, but he brought it to my attention. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, what? You're crazy. I said in my mind, of course, I didn't say it to his face. No, you did. No, you didn't. No, did I'm, just I? I'm just kidding. Okay, I am now. <laughs> I didn't but, know this is how you felt. No, you know, immediately God checked me and yeah. praise the Lord, the Holy Spirit, you know, quickened my heart. And I immediately thought, okay, this is not a hill I want to die on. Right. This is not worth our marriage. Our getting upset over. Right. And allowing the enemy to get a foothold. Yep. And too many times in people's marriages, you know, immediately people, you know, step in and they go, whoa, time out. You're not going to tell me what I can do or what I can't do. Or, you know, I've Lines left my dr- mom and dad a long time ago, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Lines are drawn. Yeah. Sides are taken. Yeah. And, you know, if you, if the Holy Spirit yeah. quickens your heart. That's, I think that's the key. Man, when you're in a, in a conversation with somebody and you hear the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord, you know, because that just, that just shows that, okay, you're being led by the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, but if you continuously find yourself in a situation where it's going south constantly and you're finding yourself taking sides, you're finding, you know, a yep. negativity going on. I don't believe that's of God. I, I think we go back to Second Corinthians thirteen eleven, you know where it says, "Agree with one another." Yeah. I, I, again, I look, and it doesn't mean you have to give in. No, that's not what we're saying. It's, it's not, and that's it's not, not what the word says. No, it's it, live in peace. Yeah. Do I do I really want disharmony in my marriage because of something that's really pretty insignificant? Yeah. 
or, or am I worried about being right or getting my way? Yeah. You know, I, and that's usually the definition of fighting <laughs> in a marriage Yeah, is because you want to be right and you want your way. Yep. That's and it. a lot of times you just got to step back and say, okay, whoa, time out. All right. Do you want to die on this hill? Yeah. No. And so what I'm finding in the church, as I was talking about sides are being blurred and it's difficult to see what side God is on or what, what sides God's side. We, we are seeing this in some, we were talking about how, you know, it used to be the, the, um, the pews and the chairs. It used to be the worship songs or hymns or stuff like that. What I'm finding now that we're, we're seeing people becoming, uh, um, you know, a little animosity to or a lot of animosity toward is wearing mask or not wearing mask. I find that some of those who are in favor of wearing a mask are starting to look at those who are not in favor of in a different light. They're not, they're not through the eyes of Christ, but through the eyes of the world. I'm also seeing where this is being played out in, in Facebook world. Uh, good Christian people who are arguing and to some degree starting to, to look at one another with a disdained view, all because of their difference of opinions. And, 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 and I also hear and see those who are not in favor of wearing a mask looking down on those who are as people who lack faith, living in fear or following the leading of the government opposed to the Holy Spirit. That's what they'll say. Hmm. And, and I tell you, as a minister, I have faced backlash from both sides of hmm. this. Yeah. I have, I've had phone calls from my peers and parishioners who has caused me to become silent hmm. on this matter. And, and, and like I said, I, I, I really kind of go back to a passage of Scripture that keeps coming to mind. I found in 1 Corinthians 9.22, and it says this. And Paul's writing this, and he says, I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. Hmm. Drop the mic. <laughs> we have to. We we have to. We have to strive for that, even if it's hard. You know that's why we have two services right now: the nine o'clock and the eleven o'clock. You know we have asked the nine o'clock to preferably wear masks because we have a lot of elderly that come to that service. They like the earlier service, right. so we've asked them to you know to wear. The masks and we've when then we've told the 11 o'clock you know you don't have to you know this is we actually didn't even say anything to 11 right, o'clock we, we just said to the nine o'clock service yeah. we're asking you to wear a mask the 11 o'clock service we said it's a, it's a service that's offered at 11 yeah we didn't say to wear a mask or not to wear a mask because in alabama we're not mandated to do right. this by the government right and and i you know when i go back to this passage of scripture and i get emotional about it because it paul's we, I'm telling you, you need to do a study on Paul. You need to mm. study this guy's life. You need to know what it was like to live in this day and time. And he says, I have become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. And mm. I'm wondering today, are we wearing a mask so that some will be saved? Are we not wearing a mask because some will be saved? Are we arguing a point, opinion, because some might be saved? Or are we arguing because we want to be right? Ooh. Ouch. I might just start preaching. 
<laughs> See, I used to think, though, this passage was really meaning that, that we're to please all people. Right now. Uh-uh. And so, you're you not going to please anybody. Oh, my goodness. But I found you're out over the years. Yeah. <laughs> you're the only one that really is uh, miserable. Everybody else is going to go happy, right? I, the passage really is making reference to the idea that Paul gave up himself. Church, listen to me. Paul gave up himself for the sake of others. He gave up his right, his security, his safety for the sake of others. I hear within the church today this mantra, let's show the love of Jesus to others. Let me ask you something this evening. Are we willing to do that? Are we willing to do this for all so that some might come to know Christ? Are we willing to stop picking sides, opinions, or views so that some might come to know Jesus Christ? Are we willing to say that black lives, blue lives, all lives matter when it comes to Jesus and salvation? Are we willing to say those who are in favor of wearing masks and those who are not matter to the kingdom? I'll finish by saying this, and I wrote it in this article. The reason I feel so passionate to preach is so that some might experience what Christ has done in my life. Mm. And he saved me. He's given me a hope and a future. He has given me peace in the midst of storms. He has helped me to see people from the perspective of mercy and grace. I find assurance in knowing that if something was to happen and I was to pass from this life into the afterlife, I would spend it with him. And I have found myself while preparing uh, you know, weekly sermons hesitant on the topic that I was preaching but he has always been faithful to give me the boldness and courage on what morning on that morning to preach and he has helped me to remain silent when i wanted to speak and to speak when i wanted to remain silent and today shall i chose to speak hmm. i chose to speak i know that i've done a lot of talking here today and I apologize for that because you probably get on here and want to hear Shelly's voice, not mine. And, and I don't blame you. I like hearing her voice too. But I just, I, I, it's interesting. I, I uh, sent this article to a good friend of mine, one of my peers, and I value his opinion. And, and I knew I'd get an honest opinion. And I'd get it in a loving way. It wouldn't be someone who ridiculed me. It would be someone who'd said, you sure you want to say that? You know, if it was mm-hmm. wrong and I shouldn't say it. And, and he, was, he was so kind and he was so forthright in the understanding and saying, Rod, a lot of pastors feel this way. Well, he did. He even said himself, yeah. this is exactly how I feel. Yeah. And I just wonder if, if we're just not alone. It's just that everybody feels silence and they don't even realize it. Right. They're walking, Yeah. you know, so... It's funny, I just started thinking about that uh, that scripture that talks about the dry bones. Yeah. You know, rise up. And uh, how... Um, I wonder sometimes if this is a part where we are going to rise up. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm going to just be honest, and, and, and that's why we do this podcast, really, so we can be honest and just let people know how we're feeling. And what we're dealing with. 
Uh, maybe it's just therapeutic for us. I don't know. Maybe we, I, I think we've got a pretty therapy every Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I think we <laughs> I think we got a, a pretty good following right now, and I know I hope, I hope it grows and whatever. But I, I think for me, um, being able to just speak uh, of my concern and my heartache that I'm seeing, folks, we're 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 being silenced. And, and I think we've got to go back to the table of having a conversation. We've got to go back to civilized uh, disagreements and civilized uh, conversations that allow people to speak. Because if we're not allowed to speak, then I believe the enemy wins. Mm. I believe the enemy wins. I no longer want to be silent. I want everybody to hear me when I end, we're going to end this program here tonight. And I want everybody to hear me when I say this in, in regards to what all is going on in our world today. Um, all lives matter. Mm -hmm. Blue lives matter. Black lives matter. Children's lives matter. Dad's lives matter. Grandpa's lives matter. Infants' lives matter. Babies' lives matter. Mm -hmm. They all matter. There are injustices in our world. We will not be able to erase all of them. We won't. We just won't. The only remedy for all of this is Jesus. It is Jesus. And in that remedy... I believe what he starts to do is work on the heart of man. That's where it's got to change. You know, it's so funny. I'm sitting here thinking about a very simple song that we all grew up with. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure how much it would be even received today. But, you know, Jesus loves the little children. All, all the, the little, little children, children of, of the, the world. world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. You know, they all Amen. are precious to him. You know, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, honestly, let's even be, let's even take a step further. It doesn't matter if they're gay. Right. It doesn't matter if they're, you know, transgender or what, whatever is going on. They're still precious to him. Right. They still, they have a soul. Right. And there's a choice that's going to be made for that soul. Yeah. Heaven or hell. Yeah. Someday. And that's what we have to see. We got to see with God's eyes. We have to see with his eyes. We have to feel with his heart. Amen. And if we don't, mm. we're going to miss an opportunity. Yeah. We're going to miss an opportunity to win that person to the Lord. And their blood is going to be on our hands someday. Yeah. God's going to, we're going to stand before God someday and he's going to say, why didn't you love yeah. this person? Right. Why did you say only one particular person matters? Right. Why did you not fight for that little baby that is now, uh, what is it? In one of the states now they, uh, oh. abortion is legal clear up to birth. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, you know, I, folks, lives matter. They do. Lives matter. Souls matter. 
I, 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 want, I want our church to stop. I want our churches to stop with the fussing and the disdainment towards other individuals because you think they should or they shouldn't be wearing a mask or that you think whatever about that person. Mm-hmm. Folks, the church needs to be filled on Sundays, on Saturday, whatever church day is your day. It needs to be filled. It needs to be filled to capacity to have people to come back together and worship our creator and praise his holy name. And it needs to be filled with people who have a heart for the lost and, and, and seeking them. And, and, and listen, I, I think enough's enough. I think we've been silenced for too long. Mm-hmm. I think now is the time. Let's put down our sides. Let's put down our our weapons. Let's put down our, our, our voices, our guard. our guard and everything, and let's reach across the, the way and, and embrace and love one another and lift each other up. Well, let's, this has even come to a point of people don't even invite because you don't talk anymore. Yeah. You don't even talk to people. I mean, yeah. it's been kind of crazy these last couple of weeks. We've had a couple people that we have met up with in our subdivision that we've invited to church. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, this is really awesome. It hasn't stopped us sharing the gospel. Right. You know, we still want to share the gospel with anybody and everybody. Yep. You know, I still try to make eye contact with people. Wow. It is hard it to is make hard, eye contact with people anymore. Know. You know, and... You know, I'm learning to see a smile in the eyes, yeah, rather than on the face, on the mouth. I have found that I'm I have to be more aware of of looking and staying yeah. in contact with Observant. people as I'm talking, yeah, um, than I ever have been. Um, well, I'm a lip reader. Oh, yeah, and that is so hard. Yeah, sometimes, especially when I have talked to people that are low talkers. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just it's hard to like hear them. Yeah. You know, so I find myself drawing in a little closer with my ear, you know, trying to keep my face away. But anyways, you know, I'll tell you what we have started at our church on Sunday nights. This has um, birthed a a prayer service on Sunday nights for us. And I'm looking so forward to tonight. I feel like in my spirit, I feel like something is going to happen tonight in our prayer service. I feel, I don't know if it's something that's just brewing in Rod and I, or if it's in our church, but I feel like something God is going to speak or some God is going to do something major tonight in our prayer service. And man, if you're in our area, I encourage you to come. It is amazing. Sunday night, 530. Yeah. We're actually on uh, Facebook live too with that. So you can check out our Facebook page on our church. It's Journey, uh, uh, Journey Church in Nazarene. Uh, should come up just journey church, so you should be able to do that. Hey, um, listen, Shelly, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, but yet in some degree, I'm a little nervous about this podcast going out. You know what? It's the intent of our heart, Rod. Yeah. The intent of our heart is pure, yeah. and you know we may be ridiculed even for that, but we just ask the Lord to go before us. Please know this: that we love you. We love people, and and I'm going to go back to what Paul said. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. Mm-hmm. And uh, may that be the heartbeat of us here uh, with this podcast tonight. 
Hey, we so much appreciate you guys, and thanks for joining us. Um, And uh, we look forward to uh, the next couple of episodes coming up. Like Shelly said, we uh, we're going to be interviewing uh, really a retired uh, song evangelist Mm -hmm. and his wife and um, uh, and their family. Uh, He has uh, a son that's a minister, and that son has two boys that are in ministry. Yeah. And so uh, we look. We're not going to tell you the names. Uh, so you got to come back and listen. So with that said, man, thank you so much. We love you. Uh, we hope that this has helped you uh, understand from a pastor's perspective. But also, um, I hope that uh, other pastors n- hear this and know that, you know what, we're praying for you. Yeah. We're praying for you and your spouse and your families. And, uh, man, we're, we're with you. And if there's something we can do, please reach out to us. Mm-hmm. We would love to come alongside and, and join with you. So God bless you. Uh, I guess, Shelly, I know we're doing this little catch thing now from the bald and the beautiful. Oh, dear. (laughs) But uh, until we're able to get together again, God bless you guys. Yeah, have a good one. We love you. 